Hey everybody, good morning. I love you. I appreciate you. Rock Church, you guys mean the world to me. All of our partners, all of our listeners today, I welcome you and I appreciate you guys joining us today. Yeah, my girl's not with me. My sidekick, she's not here and uh, we're praying for her. She's going to be back with us real soon. But let's get right to the word of God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O God. Let it be my redeemer and my strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody say recommit. The mission of discipleship. What does it mean to be a fisher of men? What does it mean to prioritize my discipleship? The cost of discipleship, death before discipleship. Those are some of the topics that we're going to be talking about on this month. Discipleship has everything to do with a personal commitment. I teach our leaders and I teach the Rock Church that salvation is a personal issue. You've got to take your salvation personal. You've got to take your ministry and you've got to take your, your relationship with God so personal that you're always able to understand when I need to recommit. There are levels that we need to recommit on, levels and, and places and phases in our lives that we need to re-engage that mission of discipleship. I love what Matthew says. He says it over there in, in chapter number nine around verses 37 and 38. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Beseech, I beseech you, therefore I beseech you to pray to God that he will send laborers into his harvest. The laborers are few, but the harvest is plentiful. Fishers of men, how do we reconnect and how do we recommit to our mission in discipleship? When we think about that word disciple, what comes to mind? The 12 disciples. We think about Peter, James, John, Andrew, Bartholomew. I don't want to get in trouble because I might miss some names and, you know, you might not say that I'm not saved. Pastor G didn't even name all of the disciples. But when we think about it, we think about those 12 when we think about it, you and I are disciples of Christ. I, I remember a song in Vacation Bible School, guys, that it says, I want to be a follower of Christ. I want to be one of his disciples. I want to walk in the newness of life. So let me be a follower of Christ. What do I have to do? What do I have to say? How do I have to walk uh, each and every day? Tell me what does it cost? Say it. If I carry the cross, so let me be a follower of Christ. Come on, clap your hands. How many of you know that I learned that in Vacation Bible School? Open Door Baptist Church with my man Joey Hopkins. Man, they used to teach us that song. If you really want to be a follower of Christ, you're going to have to do some things in your life. If you really want to be connected to Jesus Christ, you've got to be a disciple. You can't just be saved. Being saved is not good enough. Uh, uh, just having the Holy Ghost is not good enough. Just loving your neighbor is just not good enough. But being a, a disciple of Christ is our mission 
in society. It's our mission in the kingdom of God that we are to reflect the grace, the love, the peace, the joy, the commandments, the statues, that we are to follow the leading of Jesus Christ. What does it mean to be a disciple? Or what is a disciple when we talk about it? It is an intimate companion in some common endeavor of often learning and promoting a particular ideology from a master teacher or an educator. When we think about it, when you go to school, you're in a place of becoming a disciple. Your math teacher is, is, is the master or he is the, he is the, he's the principal teacher. And so he's teaching you how to become a student of math. He's giving you all of the problems, the solutions. He's showing you how to subtract. He shows you how to add, divide. He shows you how to do the fractions, shows you how to do all of the algebra, the geometry, the calculus, man, it's just blowing my mind because I never even got that far in math. I stopped right at algebra. Y'all pray for me today. But being a disciple is that you're being taught by someone who has mastered what they're teaching. When we think about it, Jesus comes and he sees the disciples right there over in Matthew. I like that Matthew 419. And and he says to them, he says, and Jesus calls out to them, graves, graves. Come on, Walker. Are you with me today? Come on, Tyus. Are you with me today? He's calling you out by name. Ramia, I hear you over there saying you better not call my Vita. He's calling out to you. He's called. Come on, Joya. Come on, Kerry. He called them out. Jesus called out to them and he says these powerful words. He says, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He says, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I want you to hashtag this today. I am a disciple of Christ. He says it and he calls out to them, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I want to talk about three areas of what it means to be a fisher of men, of what it means to really be a disciple of Christ, of what it means to to really go through the apprenticeship, to really go through the journey of being a disciple. What what does it mean right there? What what is that? How does that apply to your life, to my life? I mean, how does it flow with us today? And when we think about it, uh, flowing and, and becoming a true disciple of Jesus Christ means that we are mean means that we learn how to follow. It means that we are manufactured or developed, and it means that we become, we're birthed. When we think about that, we're going to settle in those three areas right there. Number one, to become a real fisher of men in the kingdom of God. He's saying to the disciples, as you come, I want you to learn how to do what? I want you to come. I want you to be pulled away. I want you to be drawn to, I want you to be drawn out from where you are. He says, follow me, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Come follow me. I want you to do that today. How am I following Jesus Christ today? Point number one, to be a fisher of men, you've got to learn how to follow. I've heard leaders say all the time, every great leader has learned how to be a great follower. 
A lot of things in life we have followed because somebody told us to do it. We followed in wrong areas. We followed down some paths that we should have not gone. But when you think about it, our parents have taught us to not just be followers, but be great leaders. Great leaders learn how to follow. When we look at the life of Jesus Christ, he's teaching the disciples on what it's going to cost them to follow him. He says, come. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. How do I make you a fisher of men? First of all, I've got to teach you what it is to follow me. I've got to teach you what it is to be dedicated to the chase. Dedicated so that you're able to remain focused on what your goal is. Your goal is to become a fisher of men. What do you mean? It says it. We, we said it right there in our theme scripture, Matthew 9, 37. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. If we're going to become laborers in the vineyard and laborers of the kingdom, we have to learn how to be fishers of men. Fishers of men have to learn how to do what? We have to learn how to follow. How do we learn how to follow? We're chosen and we're pulled away because we've been asked to come out of the area that we are familiar with. Sometimes to be a great follower, you have to be pulled out of a familiar place and put in an uncomfortable position in your life. The, the disciples, I, I can imagine what they said to Jesus in their mind. How can you teach me how to be a fisher of men? And I'm already fishing. I, I've been fishing all of my life. I, I've been playing basketball all of my life. I, 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 I've been going to school all of my life. I've been a student all my life. I'm, I've learned the game. I know how to catch a football. I know how to work out. I, I know how to do business. But there comes a moment in the kingdom of God that Jesus is saying, I understand what you've learned in the world systems. Don't be conformed, but be renewed by the transforming of your mind. I need to transform your mind. I need to transform your thinking. So the first obstacle that we need to attack is that I need you to learn how to follow. Come on now, follow me when you really don't understand. Learn how to follow me when it's not going right. Learn how to follow me when things just seem dim and gray and it's raining and it's difficult. You've got to learn how to follow because being a fisherman has everything to do with, with you learning how to take instructions, learning how to follow him. He pulls them away. Come on now, I, I need you to do with me. I need you to do this with me. God wants to pull you and I away so that he can teach us how to follow him. I want to be a follower of Christ. What do I have to do? I, I've got to learn to submit my ways to him. I've got to learn to trust him better. I, I've got to learn him when he's leading me blind and I don't know where I'm going and I don't know how I'm going to get there. Fishers of men learn how to follow. Number two, when you think about it, fishers of men are made. He, he says, come follow me and I will make, and I will make, uh, Fishers of men, they are manufactured. When you go to school and you go to preschool, um, that preschool teacher teaches you how to 
learn how to follow instructions. And then along there, she begins to manufacture your thinking. She begins to, he or she begins to manufacture your passion and your desire of learning. Come on now, of learning what it is to be a good student, of learning what it is to, to, to value your worth and identity in your life. Your parent, when that baby comes out of the womb, it teaches the baby what it is to learn how to hold the bottle and then it begins to manufacture the gift and the grace and the skill that is in that child. Jesus says, come follow me. I want to teach you how to follow me. But then number two, he says, and I will make you and I will make you. I, I want to manufacture and develop some things in your life. I I know that you already know how to fish, but I want to teach you how to fish for me. I want to teach you how to fish for lost souls. I want to teach you how to go out and fish for that business. I want to teach you how to go out and, and, and fish for some things that will change your generation. But what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to manufacture and develop some things that will cause you to be more skillful in what you already know how to do. They already knew how to fish in a boat, but they really didn't know how to fish after souls. Come on now, two levels of fishing. I I know how to throw out the rod. I, I know how to put the right bait on there. I know how to reel it in. But then do you really know how to fish for souls that are lost, broken and hurting? They need help. They they, they need counsel, uh, uh, mental anxiety and mental anguish. I, I want to teach you how to deal with people like that. I, I want to teach you how to deal with people that are going to persecute you. I, I, I want to manufacture uh, a love in you. I want to manufacture grace in you. I, I want to manufacture my mercy and my power and my favor in you. I want to develop you in such a way that I am going to make you number three. I am going to make you fishers of men. So number one, here it is. Disciple fishermen to be a fisherman. He says, and I will make you fishers of men. I am going to teach you what it is to follow me. I'm going to teach you how to be dedicated to the chase. I'm going to teach you what it is to to be manufactured in a new mind. I'm going to teach you some new things. I'm going to develop some character in you. I'm going to develop some strength in you. I'm, I'm going to develop purpose and identity, worth and value in you. But then as I make you, you will become what I said you would become. Fishers of men. They will become, you'll be destined for success. You'll be destined to reflect what you've already been taught. You'll be destined to accomplish the will and the plan of God. When we, when we think about that, come on now, becoming a fisher of men means that you get to the first grade and you go to the second grade, or let's take it back. You go from preschool to kindergarten and now you get a graduation. I'm going to first grade. You go from first grade to sixth grade and you're promoted to seventh grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. And now you go to high school. After you go to high school, now you become what? You become a graduate of learning 
of what has been developed in you, what has been manufactured in you. Now you've learned how to follow for 12, uh, for, for, for 12 grades in your life. When you think about it, first grade, second grade, third grade, oh, come on now, y'all know what it is. And it's just like that in the spiritual realm. There are grades, there are progressions where God wants to manifest in us. It's all about recommitting. Many of us are going to have to go where there is no path. It's going to be, it's going to be a peculiar move of God. It's going to be different. It's, it's not going to look like what everybody else thought it was going to be. I, I want to recreate a new trail, a, a new trail in life. I, I want to manufacture and develop something in your life that nobody has done today. Being a fisher of men means that you might be a spokesman for your community. It means that you might have to step up and, and become one of the Black Lives Matters fathers that are speaking out against the injustice against African-American men. You, you might have to become that politician in your generation where nobody has been in politics before. Nobody has ever gone to the Congress or to the Senate. Nobody has ever sat in city council. You, you've got to be able to become that fisher of men so that when God sends you out, Robondora about the power of God. When God sends you out, you're able to complete the mission of discipleship. Your discipleship is connected to everything that's around you. What is around us today? Death. What's around us today? Injustice. What's around us today? Racism. What is around us today? Sexism. What, what is around us today? Classism and, and bias against gender and, and, and against being a woman and being a man and, and, and women are, are, are looking for an outlet to have a voice. And we look at African American fathers today and they're saying, I'm afraid for my sons. I'm afraid for my children. I, 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 I don't know if I call the police if they're going to help me or not. But this is why we've got to be recommitted to the mission of discipleship. We, we've, we've got to beseech God that he's going to send us, oh Rabbi, that he's going to send us into a place where the harvest remains plentiful. You and I have to understand that there is an unknown trail and that trail is becoming a fisher of men. He says to them, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. What, what do you have in your hands today as we come to this particular ending of this sermon today? What do you have in your hands today? I, I really want to take some time and just lean right here on my table and look right here in the camera and just say, what do you have in your hand? What is God calling you out from that you're already an expertise at in the world? You, you already know what it is to run a good business. You already know what it is to, to, to be valuable to your community. But God is saying, I, 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 I really want to draw you in to cause you to be a fisher of men for me, a disciple for me. I, I want to take what's in your hand and I want to manufacture it. I, I want to take what's in your hand and, 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 and I want it to become what I need it to become. I need you to be valuable to your family. I need you to be a father today. I need you to be a mother today. I, I need you to be a student. I need you to learn and let me teach you what it is to follow me. If you learn how to follow me, I won't lead you wrong. I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but I need to call you out. Are you listening? Are you hearing? 
Has God called you out into a place where he's saying, I need you to be a fisher of men for me. There's so many souls. There's so many lives. So many hurting children right now, so many children who have been abandoned by their fathers and their mothers. And I believe that God is calling out to the Rock Church. He's he's calling out to us and he's saying, will you hear this Macedonian call? Will you hear this clarion call from heaven that I want you to follow my lead? I want to manufacture and develop a grace of worship a grace for family, a grace for education reform that will come out of the house of the Rock Church. I want you to become a church that sits upon a hill as a beacon light where people will come from far and near because you've learned what it is to fish after what matters to me. Will you set your affections on what concerns my heart today? I believe in justice and justice for those who are being mistreated is what God is calling out to us today. I believe that God wants us to begin to vote on our value, our worth and our identity. When we think about it, let's, let's look at that. Let's look at that. Let's look at that moment there. Reflective, relevant servant moments. When we think about it, being a follower of Christ teaches us how to remain focused on the important lives that are meaningful to the kingdom of God. These are reflective moments that I want you to begin to reflect on. They're relevant now moments where broken and hurting people can be restored back to their rightful place. Being a follower of Christ teaches you and I how to remain focused on the important lives that are around us today. The harvest is plentiful. It's plentiful. People are lost. Reflective moments right here that you and I, relevant moments that we can take from this sermon today. Our development in Christ is a reflection of what he is producing through us. God wants to manufacture and to produce greatness in your life. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And you shall do greater works than I. Being a follower of Christ understanding that being connected our development in Christ is connected to what God is producing in us a relevant reflective sermon moment here I want you to take it home with you today as you lift your hands I want you to repeat this after me my destiny in Christ pushes me to share my experience and my testimony in Christ I want you to think about those three reflective relevant serving moments that we just talked about. I want you to think about it. Your connection to Jesus Christ. It causes me to be a follower who's connected to what is around me. Pain is around me. Hardship is around me. Brokenness is around me. Hopelessness is around me. Suicide and mental anguish and depression and drug addiction. My development causes me to understand that God is producing something powerful and mighty in my life. And as we say it again, my destiny in Christ pushes me to share my experience and my testimony. I want you to do something for me on this week. I want you to take five minutes and I want you to pray to God. And I want you to ask God, how can you allow me to share my testimony? Because your story is going to be different from my testimony as you lift your hands right now and as you really focus in right now on this 
discipleship moment. I want to be a fisher of men. I, I've never been saved before, but I, I want to become a fisher of men. I, I really want to give my life to Christ today. I, I want to submit my, my purpose and my destiny to Jesus Christ. I, I want to know what it really means to be a follower of Christ. I, I really want to know what it means to be developed and manufactured in the things of God. And then I want to become what God has predestined for me to become. He's predestined for you and I to be fishers of men. How do I do it? I simply lift my hands and I say, Lord, come into my heart today. Lord, my life is, is so jacked up and I really need to be a follower of Christ. And I believe that as I accept you as Lord and Savior in my life today, that you're going to take my life. You're going to take the filthy parts of my life. You're going to take the messy parts of my life. You're, you're going to take the imperfections and all of the struggles and you're going to begin to manufacture something great in my generation that my children's children will be able to live off of and that I want to become the greatest fisher of men that you've ever produced in the kingdom of God. I want to recommit my life back to Christ. I've been in a backslidden condition I really want to come back to you. I want to be that follower. I want you, Father, to just take me back in. I love you. I appreciate you. Come on, I, 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 I want to connect to the Rock Church today. What, what do I have to do? All you got to do is just simply tap on that link right there. It says, I connect, that I connect card, and simply fill it out. Simply submit it, and our team is going to reach out to you. But the moment that you do that, you already become a member. You already become a partner to the Rock Church there's so many things that we want to help you with. We love you. We appreciate you. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Come on, let me pray with you. Father, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for this moment in grace. I thank you for this divine moment where you have allowed us, Father God, to teach on what it means to be a disciple. We're in a series called Recommit. We're recommitting to the mission of discipleship. Jesus came to the disciples and he says, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. I pray today, Father God, that every voice, that every person that hears me, every prepared ear, I want you to just put your hand on your ear right now and just say, Lord, prepare my ear to hear you call me out. Father, as you call us out, O oh God, to learn to follow you, O oh God, as you Call us out, O oh God, to be developed and manufactured as you call us out to become what you've birthed in us to do, Father. We ask that we submit to the voice. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you that the grace and the power of God rest upon each soul today. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, take some time to give today. You see the giving links there today. We love you. We appreciate you. Shout out to my rock church. I love you guys. 